My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Hello, Stitchers! Hey, everybody! Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Take a stitch. Take a stitch. (laughs) We are still road tripping, but I think we're winding down. We're at the end! Oh! It's always so bittersweet when you're at the end of a road trip. It's like you're you're excited and happy all at the same time. I don't know about you. Excited and happy? (laughs) (laughs) You are both of those way different emotions you are excited and happy those two never <laughs> go together that <laughs> <laughs> that's how- you're excited and sad yes you're sad to see it end yes. you're sad to see all the good times stop and, yes but you're because also you- exhausted and yes. probably need a shower and like <laughs> what no i promise we've been showering the whole time that we've been I on the road so. <laughs> oh my gosh no yeah i i say i'm sorry i messed uh. that up excited because it's like you're still doing your road trip mm-hmm. and sad because you're still you know you don't want to leave but at the same time you want to go back to real life you miss your house I always miss my house it always feels weird to go back right like, yeah yeah you're like, you're like oh, oh this is a foreign place but it's so awesome again are you one of those people that before you go on a trip you have to clean your house yes yes try yes yes because you want to come home to a clean house yes. you don't want to come home because you're exhausted from the trip you don't want to come home to mess everywhere yeah. and my husband's like let's go let's get out the door stop and I'm like no I want to come home to a clean house because if I come home to a messy house then I'm like oh it's more work that I have to do uh-huh. you're tired already because you, <laughs> you already have down. to do all of the laundry from yep. the trip and clean mm-hmm. up everything but yeah yeah I always want to come home to a clean house yeah That's I good. feel you if I have time, yeah. If I have time. <laughs> there have been many times where I don't have time yep. to, to clean the house. Because you've been so busy packing. Yeah, you're so trip. busy packing. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. So we're ending. We're doing our California. Um, we're doing a lot of California. California. And then we can't forget Hawaii and Alaska. <laughs> yes. The non-contiguous yes. states of we gotta the fly. States. That's why. Because yeah. we got to fly over real quick. But that's okay. That's okay. It's going to be so much fun. It's Yeah. I'm so excited. Me too. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what has you in stitches this week, Nicole? Oh, well, let's do shout outs first. <gasps> oh, we have some shout outs. <laughs> Yay. I let's love shout outs. out of the way. Okay. So our patron. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Thank you so much. Thank you for another wonderful month of patronage. Yay. <laughs> and then. Yes. Okay. If you guys want to join Brittany. Oh, yeah. You can always find us on podbean.com, the Ominous Stitch podcast. If you go over there, you will find a nice little button that says become a patron. And you yes. click on that and join Brittany. Yeah. And we will make you stuff. We will do cool Zoom calls. You will make us so happy. Oh, my gosh. We love you guys so much. Yes. So even if you don't want to become a patron, you can always, you know, just find us on socials or email us at theominousstitch at Mm gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. But thank you, Brittany, for another wonderful month. Yes. And it's so much fun getting to know you. Yay. And I love her little accent. It's so cute. I love it, too. (laughs) I love it. Okay, second shout out. Yes. You got to say the company for me. Stern, Corey, Shreden, and Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Why are we shouting them out, Nicole? Because they're so awesome. Yay. They help me with my taxes, yeah. which I hate. Tax season. <laughs> Stupid tax season. I hear there's a super cute accountant there. <laughs> I may be married to You're a little biased. <laughs> No, but he is very, very helpful, and I'm so happy. So thank you so much. Yeah, I can say his name. Okay. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Yay. Yay. 
I'm so happy. He's very passionate about his job. He, I think that's important. Yeah. He yeah. gets so excited when he's able to to help people with, mm-hmm. with taxes and stuff. He, like he gets so excited when well, he good, figures out Well, good, because taxes suck. They do suck. <laughs> I tried to do my taxes once. Yeah, right? How did that go? Once. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that I'm married to an accountant. Yes. It was when we were dating and I was getting frustrated because I didn't quite understand what busy season was like because mm. we were still dating. Mm. And so I didn't understand that, you know, he has real deadlines that he has to get all of the work done by, sure. which means that he's working days on end, Ugh. nights. Yeah. He's working round the clock. And I didn't understand that. And I was missing him. So Aww. I was like, it was April 12th or something. Of and course. I was like, I'm just going to do my own taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and that went well, didn't it? Yeah. After I did my taxes, I was like, no. Can you check my taxes and <laughs> see if I did them right? Oh, and, that's so yeah. sweet. And I was like, I'm sorry, I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> and never again. He's wonderful at what he does. Yeah. I love him. Yay. And, um, you know, it, it's busy season is tough on, on a family. Any of you that are married to CPAs or accountants, you understand what that's like. But, you know, it. he's so wonderful. So. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he helped me out. So thank you. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. So Angela. Yes. What's got you in stitches? Oh, we're doing my stitches work? Yeah. We've been having the weirdest weather here. Of course I we have. love it. But <laughs> it snowed. Ah, like California. A few times. So we had two days of snow where we live, which hasn't happened in, I don't even know, like... 10 12 years something like that it's been a long no time since we've had snow yeah and it stuck and i took a ton of pictures yeah. so if you guys <laughs> they're only on facebook because that's the only <laughs> social media that i know how to use the one that i don't use but maybe much. i'll have nicole pull some of them yeah. and put them on our social so you can Will see do. the snow on the farm that it's so, so cool. pretty it was so much fun my kids made a little snowman Aww. but i was out in the snow because we have this little river that runs through um it's like a wash whenever we get a lot of rain or a lot of snow the water drains through our property down to a basin that collects everything and takes it out so it's really pretty because we have this little river that runs through our property and when it rains and it's it's fun but there's a lake that was building up on the road because Uh the drainage wasn't working right because again it doesn't rain that often right so a lot of soil and crud and stuff had built up and grass was growing over it oh my god so i was out in the snow it snowed it sleeted it was freezing rain and it hailed all of that was happening <laughs> at That's the same insane. time and i'm out there clearing this river so that it can flow through my property so True i'm like farmer. yeah out in the rain <laughs> rain sleet snow dead of night oh <laughs> what is gosh. that didn't stop me from out there but it was so fun i have all these videos of the alpaca they love the snow they were having so much fun playing it they hate rain but snow they had fun playing in i feel and them. yeah i know right yeah. and then so it was it was crazy. We had two days of snow. One day it was not supposed to snow at all. I was doing my little workout in the garage, running my little 5k, woo-boo. And then I looked out the window and I saw snow. I was like, it's snowing. That's so <laughs> so cool. I ran outside and I took more video of the alpaca and they're like, why is it snowing? But anyway, uh, to piggyback on that. Oh, yeah. On TikTok. Yes. 
There was a video of Disneyland with snow. Oh, I heard about that. I was like, that's south of us. So yes. that was an, even in more insane. Yes. Like it's fallen everywhere. And all the cast members are like, I'm freezing. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy weather. Like, yeah. why was it snowing? That was supposed to be Blizzard the times. end. It, uh, that's it was supposed right. to be it the end of the storm. Be, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to have no more precipitation. Right. And then it just snowed. We had a snow Out of day. nowhere. Out of nowhere. It was crazy. But it was cool. It was fun. Yeah. So I enjoyed the crazy weather this week. It was insane. <laughs> I think I saw the, the weather when I was looking at the weather app in like a week. It's supposed to be back to like 80. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we're supposed to have baby alpaca too. Oh, well, good. Yeah. By the time this episode airs, we will probably have babies. Oh my I gosh. don't know how many. I'm out there like trying to check all the signs because it's really hard to tell when an alpaca is pregnant. So I'm out there like checking all the signs and like seeing who I think is pregnant. Yeah. I think all seven of them are. If not all seven, then at least five. Ah! It's going to be crazy. But yeah. yeah. Babies everywhere. Babies are due next week. Aww, so we babies. were going to have babies. We'll show I'm you how nervous. weird an alpaca looks when it's oh, born. Oh, they are not cute <laughs> when they're born. <laughs> when they're fluffed pictures. up, they're cute. But when they're first born, they look like you need to take crazy pictures. weird toothpicks. Oh, yeah. We're going to show you. It's like a horror video. movie, guys. <laughs> 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 horror movie. It's like a weird creature coming oh. out of nowhere. Speaking of horror movies and weird creatures coming out of nowhere. Uh-oh. I was driving my kids to school. This is a totally unrelated stitch. But I'm throwing stitch. it in there. Quick, quick story. I was okay. driving my kids to school. My eldest is 12. So she's in the front seat and we're driving to school. And then all of a sudden this bird out of nowhere flew into my windshield. Oh no. And we both gasped and we were like, <gasps> and the only thing that we could do past that was just laugh because it was so ridiculous that a bird would fly into the windshield. I was like, oh. What did it is going just on? fall down after or did it fly away? I don't away? know what happened to oh, it. Poor bird. My, my youngest in the back was like, mom, did the bird die? Oh. And my eldest was like, no, I'm sure it's okay. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so That's we were sweet. just like, yay. It was weird. That is weird. Yeah. Oh, I blame bird. the crazy weather. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So what has you in stitches, Nicole? Oh, man. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Tell you me guys, the story. It's so good. You don't understand how dumb I feel. <laughs> no, this is good. Okay. Dumb, dumb things. Dumb car things. Dumb car things. Everybody has dumb car stories. Oh my gosh. I have one I'm going to tell just so she doesn't Thank feel you. so dumb. You better. Yes. Okay. So I'm pumping gas. I'm, I'm trying to pump gas, right? I have to go out. The, the, the gas thing says, go inside. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I go inside, pay my money. I come out and I'm trying to open the gas tank. Because mine's a push button. It's not uh -huh. like a button inside your car. It's like a push you button. You push on the tank. You just tank. push on the tank. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the outside door. And I'm pushing and it's not opening. And I'm pushing and I'm shoving and I'm freaking out because this has happened to me once before. Uh-huh. Okay. So <laughs> who do I call? My my dad. Call your dad. My yeah. dad is my, my guy your to go guy. to. Yeah. For cars. And so I call him. I'm like, dad, I'm freaking out. I can't open my car. My gas. I paid for it already. And I just need this gas. And it's not. And he hears. He's like, yeah, I can hear you like pounding on. It. I'm like pounding on. Break <laughs> <laughs> it open. I can totally see you at the gas station just like. Yeah. I was out. like, and I'm sweating because I'm in like a sweater and a coat. Oh. and it's cold but I'm like freaking out and he's like oh that's weird you should open it and like find it get a go inside buy something to open it like a like a screwdriver or something <laughs> like, oh, <okay. laughs> like I was about to and I was like uh -huh. hey. so I unlock my car uh-huh and I find something like it was like a lollipop or something uh -huh. and I come outside and it's open oh all right and I'm like 
okay, what just happened? And I was like, maybe I like pushed on it so hard. So anyway, I know the outcome of this. So I'm laughing right now. <laughs> so I get to Angela's house and we're talking and my dad texts me and he goes, and he shows me like a copied paste from an article and it says, when your car is locked, your uh-huh. gas thing is locked too. <laughs> yeah, your gas door won't open yes. when your car doors are locked. Yes. <laughs> so I'm thinking I that when so it happened dumb. to you before, were your car doors locked too? Most <laughs> likely, because obviously I'm so mad. And I <laughs> sent him a video. I was like, look, because it was open. I was like pushing it in and out. I was like, look, it's working now. It's working. <laughs> because your car, my doors, car are doors are unlocked. <laughs> I felt so stupid, everybody. Oh, I love um, it. So yeah, uh, yeah. So if you feel dumb about cars, you know, come see me because yeah. I, I feel you so okay, hard. Okay, here's my dumb car story. Okay, okay? just so that solidarity, sister. Yay! Solidarity. Okay. okay. So I had um, a car. You had a car. Okay. I had a car, <laughs> and I was uh, driving to meet somebody, and then. It was accelerating strangely and then it was making this kind of weird clicky sound as I was driving. And I was like, what is going on? What's wrong with my car? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, I have kids and this is like a big family car. I'm like, and it was older. And I'm like, oh, is my car dying? I don't feel safe driving it. And I call my husband. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And he's like, go over to our mechanic. We have a friend that's mechanic. He's like, go over there. I called him. He's expecting you. Just, you know, go slowly and just get there and then have him take a look at it. Uh So I I get there and I pull in and then he jumps in the car with me and he's like, "Okay, let's just, you know, go for a little drive around here and we'll see what's going on. And I want to hear the noise. So he jumps in. I start going and it's accelerating weird and making this clicky sound. And he goes, did you check your emergency brake? My emergency brake was on, no. and that's what was wrong with my car. But wait, it didn't I have a light on. So or stupid. In the- it probably did, did and I just like it? didn't notice because I, I very rarely use the emergency brake. I Me think too. my husband drove the car, and he mm, uses it. Okay, and I didn't realize it. I don't use mine either. And so I had, I didn't realize that it was. It, that's what it was. That's it was awesome. my emergency brake, and so I felt so stupid because I'm at the mechanic, and I'm like, <gasps> and then. <laughs> He's super nice. So we just sweet. had a big laugh about it. And then I just, you know, went along my merry oh, way. Very and I'm sweet. glad that it wasn't anything like expensive sure. and crazy. Oh, and those are the worst. Yeah. So that was good. But yeah. Yay. Yay. You know, I did that though, too. I started driving away with my car after it was getting checked. They put the emergency. Thankfully, my car is so new uh-huh. that it like warned me. He's like, hey, your emergency. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, this is an old car. Yeah. Like, yeah. It Man. has CD player, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah old school old school I'm sorry but i it's feel okay. you and you feel me yeah yeah Yay! i'm with you sister i get it. dumb car <laughs> things dumb car things oh man well anyway we got a lot to talk about we do today. have a lot to talk about so should we get stitching yeah let's get stitching let's get stitching Okay, stitchers. So today's stitch, I thought we would do the crocodile stitch. And this was inspired by that, the dragon bag that I made for my daughter. So maybe you guys saw Nicole posted. It was one of my finished products. I finally finished that project. And so the scales were really cool. So I thought maybe we would do the crocodile stitch. That's so cool. So there's lots of different ways to do the crocodile stitch, but I pulled up this version on Yarnspirations 
Yarnspirations.com. If you don't know Yarnspirations, you should get to know them. They have a ton of free patterns. Nice. And they have a lot of really good videos too to show you how to crochet. So if you're new to crochet, it's really nice user-friendly way to get into crochet. Don't forget though, we'll have videos too. Yes. <laughs> I will make a video of me doing the, the crocodile stitch. So Yarnspirations is Y-A-R-N, yarn. And then instead of inspirations, you just start at the S. So Y-A-R-N, S-P-I-R-A-T-I-O-N-S, yarnspirations.com. And you can look up the ultimate beginner's guide to the crocodile stitch. So that's where I'm pulling this from right now. So to start the crocodile stitch, you're going to make a chain of multiples of 10. Okay. 10, 20, 30, 40. Look Easy. at those math skills. Woo! <laughs> so however long you want, multiples of 10 plus one. Okay. Okay. 10 plus one. So I think I did like 31. Nice. Because that's, you know, 10 plus one. Hey, good math. job. Okay. Then after you do your foundation of 10 plus one, you're going to do two double crochets in the sixth oh, chain from six. the hook. Okay. Sixth chain from the hook. Because... That chain is going to count as one double crochet plus a turning chain plus a, um, what are those called? <laughs> <laughs> because plus, words. Because words. Plus a chain one before you go into the double crochet. So oh, that's okay. why wow. it's that many. Big, yeah. Right. Okay. And then you're going to do double cro two double crochets in the sixth chain from the hook. Okay. Counts as the first set of one double crochet space, two double crochets. Then you're going to chain one after you finish your second double crochet, skip two chains and one double crochet in the next stitch. Then you're going to chain one, skip two chains and two double crochets in the next stitch. So you are alternating between mm. one double crochet and two double crochets oh, okay. all the way down with a skip of two chains. You skip two every time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's one double crochet, skip, uh, one double crochet, chain one, skip two chains, two double crochets, chain one, okay. skip two chains. So you always add the chain one. Yes, okay. always add the chain one, skip two chains, all the way down to the, to the end. Got it. You should end, I think, with two double crochets at the end. Let me make sure. Yeah, you will end with two double crochets in the last stitch of okay. your foundation row. Okay? Got it. So that's that's your setup. And I'm going to show her pictures. That's so cool. So that's your setup of the foundation of where you're going to start doing your crocodile stitches. Nice. Okay? And it's got then, big holes in it. So big holes sense. in it, yes. Okay. So then you're going to chain one and turn. You're going to skip that first double crochet, which is the last double crochet of the previous row. Okay. It's immediately underneath under your chain one. And then you're going to go to the second double crochet because you ended with two double crochets. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to do the first one, but you're going to pick up that next double crochet. Got it. And then you're going to do five back post double crochets around the post of that one. So it's like you're crocheting five double crochets around that double crochet and mm -hmm. it's going to go from top to bottom. Okay. Okay. Then you're going to do five double crochets around the next double crochet yeah. in a row, which will be that single double crochet. Got it. Okay. I think I got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It will be that single double crochet. So you're going to work five and it's going to take you back up to the top. Then you're going to slip stitch into that double crochet of the next set of two double crochets. In the next, okay. Right? Yes. Because we just we just did five double crochets around that single double crochet. Right. You're going to slip stitch into the next double crochet, which will be the first of the two double crochets. Got it. Then you're going to 
do five double crochets around that next double crochet. Ah, I see the pattern. Yes. Okay. And then you're going to do five double crochets around that single double crochet, slip stitch into that slip. first double crochet. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Mm -hmm. Five, five, slip stitch, five, Easy. five, slip stitch. Okay. You're doing that all the way down. Nice. And then you're going to end with a crocodile stitch on that row. I see it. Right. It makes a big loop. Because it makes a big loop. That's so okay? cool. And then yeah. what you're going to do when you get to the end, you're going to turn and chain one. Then you're going to slip stitch into the center of the first scale. In the center. In okay. the center of the first scale. Got it. Then you're going to chain four. And that's going to act oh. as a as your single yeah. double crochet. Got it. Does that make sense? It does. Then you're going to do two double crochets into the next slip stitch. So you'll see oh, where the slip stitch is. Yeah, where the slip stitch is. You're mm -hmm. going to do two double crochets there. And then you're going to chain one and do a single double crochet into the scale. Chain one, do two double crochets in the slip stitch. Okay. Chain one, double crochet in the center of the scale. Yeah. Chain one. Two slip double stitch. crochets in the slip stitch, right? I can see the so pattern. You see the pattern? Yeah. So we're setting up our next foundation yeah, row. That's cool. Of two and one, two and one, yeah. two and one. So it's always the center or the slip stitch. Yes, okay. center or slip stitch. Center is the single crochet, yeah. slip stitch is the double, double crochet. Okay. Yep. Now you're ready to do another row of crocodile stitches. Yay! So you will chain one and turn, and then you will um, back post double crochet around that double, the, the second double crochet. Second double, okay. Mm -hmm. And do you see how the scales get offset that yeah, way? Yeah, because they're they're going in a little like it's like a bricks when you're laying bricks. You want yeah, to them off, yeah, yeah, off. yeah. That's cool. So that's it. That's the crocodile stitch. That's not so Does bad. that make sense? Yeah, it's easier to understand like when you see it happening. Yeah, of so course. you'll have to jump over to our YouTube channel. Eventually, eventually we'll get it we'll up. Get I'm it. getting much faster with these videos, you guys. Now that it's busy season and, and you, you have know, time, I have time it. to do it. Okay. So once the kids go to bed, I'm working on videos. You're so sweet. So. Get anyway, down. so we'll, we'll get you guys caught up on these videos. But yeah. if you jump over there, you'll see the crocodile stitch. And it nice. looks really cool. There it are lots does. of things you can do with it. I was showing Nicole. There's oh, some really cute so booties cute. and purses. Yeah. And you can use it anything that you want to look like scales. Like yeah. on my dragon purse, those are all crocodile those are so cool. stitches for the scales. I saw a really cool mermaid Ooh, tail scarf that looked really cute. Yeah. You can use it as leaves. Just say you can change it. It looks like leaves. It doesn't leaves. have to be crocodile. Like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to be scales. Looks it like looks scales, like a leaf. Leaves, yeah. yeah so you can use it for all kinds of things. It's just a really fun texture to put on like a bag or yeah. a pillow or a scarf or whatever you're working on. Like bandana scarf or something. Yeah. That'd be, really be cute. cute. So that's the crocodile stitch. Yay. Yay. Thanks, Angela. You're welcome. Awesome. Okay. I'm so ready. I have my travel pants on for the last time. Our last stretch. Are we ready for story time? It's story time. Let's hit the road. road jack and don't you come back no more no more no more no more hit the road jack and don't you come back no more little travel music here we go but you gotta come back please okay i'm coming back thank you where are we going <laughs> we're in our home state california california okay so after living in california for like almost 12 years for me yeah i didn't realize like how much like 
I, I, I need to experience California. Yeah. It's like we're in this little <laughs> tiny area, right? And California uh-huh. is so big. Yeah. And there's so many haunted roads. Oh, there's so much. It's California so cool. is super haunted. Did you see yes. the thing I sent you? Yes. So Nicole sent me a map oh, of, so cool. of the most haunted states. California is second to Texas. I thought we were first to Texas. Are we first to Texas? Or maybe we're second. We're second. I thought we were second yeah, to yeah, Texas. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Texas is first. Yeah. We're second. And yeah. it's like it, it, the way they calculated it is how many ghost sightings per year or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And ours was like 6,000 and something. Yeah, 68, yeah. 100, something like that. And Texas was like seven, seven something. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I can believe it though. Yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah. And remember how I was having a really tough time with North Dakota? Yes. It's one of the like lighter haunted states. Yes. <laughs> it's like 400 or yes, something. Yes, yes, so I was like, oh, no wonder. But okay. <laughs> All right. So I have a lot of different roads in California we're going to hit. Okay. Yes. The first one is really cool. It's not too far from us. <gasps> yeah. We're going to go on it. Okay. Okay. Let's yeah. Go. Intersection of Laurel Canyon Boulevard. <gasps> that is so close. Yes. Okay. And Lookout Mountain Road in Hollywood. Okay. okay. Supposedly, there's a reoccurring haunt of a phantom carriage that is being pulled by two spectral ghost white horses. <gasps> I so want to see that. Yeah. Right. Ooh, that sounds so cool. Yeah. Well, well, we got to oh, be careful. Okay, maybe not. We okay. got to be careful. All right. Because there have been a few accidents at this intersection. Oh, no. Yeah, where drivers claim to swerve to avoid the carriage that comes racing down at drivers. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't want to drive. You just have to know that it's not going. It's not real. It's not corporal. Yeah. I'll drive and you tell me how to drive. Okay. Okay. The horses. It's not real, Nicole. It's not real. real. Don't close your eyes. (laughs) The horses' hooves make no sound and they disappear very soon after they race down Lookout Mountain Road. Someone posted the story on whatwhenhow.com. Okay. In the summer of 2000, I was hired to do tarot readings for a birthday party at a house on Lookout Mountain Road. It turned out to be quite a festive event, lasting for about six hours, and intended by actress Faruka Bal- uh I can't say her name, Faruza <gasps> Bulk. Yes. Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah, the craft. Dude, okay. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of paranormal things with her. Because, really? Yeah, because she um, is a very open spirit. I can see that. And so she carries like a like a kind of like a beacon I guess or something for spiritual activity interesting no wonder so they're very attracted to her oh that yeah I can see that okay but other other, and and this was attended by other people who worked in the entertainment industry around midnight it began to break up I packed my tarot cards got into my car and began heading home I reached the bottom of Lookout Mountain and then turned left onto Laurel Canyon Boulevard it was at that moment that I spotted an old-fashioned carriage pulled by two white horses racing madly down Lookout Mountain Road toward the intersection. Ooh. Oddly, there was no galloping sound. The silent apparition lasted for only a second or two before vanishing into thin air. And at the time, I thought I had simply imagined it due to the fact that I was extremely tired and my eyes were strained from hours of card readings. However, I later discovered that other people had also witnessed the same thing at the very same location. Ooh, cool. So, That's so cool. You want to go check yes, it out? Yes, I want to see it. I want to see it. Don't drive. We'll just like sit in the we'll corner. We'll sit in the corn. Yeah, we'll yeah. just sit in, in the corn. In the corn? <laughs> <laughs> Children of the other, other episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh, yes. Now we go on to another one. Okay. In between Coloma and Garden Valley, California, which is roughly a little northeast of Sacramento, you will need to drive on Marshall Road and turn onto a scenic street called 
Prospector's Road, our next haunted destination. This area was teeming with miners back in the 1800s due to the gold rush. Yeah, miner, miner, 49er. (laughs) I don't know why I had to do it in that accent, but yeah. Yeah, get it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the legend on this particular road, uh, though, goes that a miner went to his local saloon and started drunkenly bragging about how much gold he had found. Greedy thieves overheard him at the saloon, and soon after, the miner was ambushed on the road and murdered. <gasps> of course. Don't do Ugh. that. Never go around bragging about your gold. Your Come gold. on, people. Yep. Don't do it. <laughs> it's gold. <laughs> I got gold, so much. I tell you. <laughs> Look at this nugget. I got so much gold. It's <laughs> coming out of my ears. <laughs> I like the laugh. <laughs> Okay, Prospector's Road has a lot of hikers as well as people driving, and now both types of travelers see the miner's ghost. They describe him as very big and tall, sporting a beard, and wearing frayed, torn, work-like clothing, and some even say he's carrying a pickaxe. But he is semi-transparent, and some say he's been uh, seen hovering above the ground. So he's like exactly the stereotype that you have in your head of what he would look like. What a big miner looks like. (laughs) Ghostly miner. I love it. He definitely does not leave a trace of his passing, such as no broken twigs or footprints. And most say that the ghost whispers, get off my claim. (laughs) (laughs) Locals chalk up the multiple accidents on the road to this minor ghost. And definitely not cool. He is known to enter the homes in the area, unlocking Ugh. and leaving doors wide open, scaring pets and residents. No, get minor. Get out of my house. Bad minor. Right? Get off my claim. <laughs> yeah, just yell it back to him. This is my this land. Is this is my territory. You go off my claim, you varmint. <laughs> it's like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> right. Are you picturing like Yosemite Sam? (laughs) He's short. This guy's huge. So just stretch him out. Oh, man. This activity also may be due to the minor ghost, but residents have also reported objects being moved on their own and some even disappearing completely only to be found in the original location much later. Oh, that would be so annoying for me. Right? I I do that on my (laughs) own. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my plug? Where's I'm like my- that. Where's my phone? Where's my plug? Where where did I leave where's my, my coffee? Where's my coffee? <laughs> That's you. That was me all day today. I couldn't find any of my stuff. That's so awesome. Oh, uh, oh, weird side note. Okay. That I don't know if it's paranormal or Ooh. what. So I have a greenhouse uh-huh. and I've been wanting to start my planting because it's March and I have a seed calendar and it's definitely time to start seeding some of my plants. Nice. But we had a snowstorm come through. Right. So I couldn't. So I was going to start seeding now and I would, went into my greenhouse. It's closed except for we do have one window that is open, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's a small window and it's a greenhouse. So, you know, it's all glass and closed in. Yeah. I went in there to start getting my stuff ready for seeding and I couldn't find my seed trays Uh-oh. which is weird because they are on this cart that is and they, they've been there the whole time we've been here we've been here now what six months mm-hmm. and they've been in the same spot on there for the last six months like they haven't moved and then I went in there one day they were gone <gasps> where are my seed trays did you find them I did I found them they were just scattered around the did it was yard. It just so windy maybe but it's all enclosed oh, so how weird. did they get out squirrels 
I'm guessing it Those had to be squirrel, squirrels. but where are they stealing the seed trays? Because <laughs> I'm probably thinking there's Makes seeds no in there. Sense. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing in the seed trays, but they were scattered like That's all crazy. over behind it and around some other parts of the garden. Weird. And I was just like, why are my seed trays scattered everywhere? And I asked the kids and they're like, I don't know. Uh. It wasn't like they were trying to hide it. So right. I'm like, okay, so it wasn't them because then they creepy. would have been like, I'm sorry, mom. Yeah. yeah but no, really they were just that. like seed trays what are those that was kind of like so weird weird right spooky some you ghosts got, are trying to well, plant I did that tiktok thing yeah you yeah. got some ghosts out there so i do fun okay side note it's all good <laughs> okay doors have been mysteriously locked in homes even when the keys to the locks on the door have been lost <laughs> so how did that look that sucks that's mean that's mean he's just minor mean. yeah he's bored multiple witnesses have reported seeing the tall in the tall grass in the area parting as if someone was walking through the area <laughs> oh that's cool even though no physical <laughs> being is around that's fun that creepy so there's a minor uh, I love it. road i love it we now go to montecito california <gasps> i've been there have you yeah yeah, it's not that far. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is creepy. Where we drive to Ortega Ridge Road. Okay. This paved road is only 1.3 miles long, but it's a pretty drive. And I put a picture in. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Very pretty. The legend here is that back when most likely the old Mission Santa Barbara was in operation, three nuns were warned to not leave Santa Barbara, but they did anyway. Uh-oh. Yeah, they wanted to take supplies, medicine, and Bibles to the Chumash Native Americans who needed it in the area. Not the Bibles, really, but, you know, <laughs> they needed supplies. What are you talking about? The Bibles were the most important thing. That is exactly what they wanted. Oh, man. Now, as they made their way to up the now Ortega Ridge Road, they were ambushed, some say by Native Americans, some say by bandits, but they were robbed, tortured, and killed. Nuns? Three nuns. Oh. Sad, right? Don't rob and torture nuns. Yeah, they, There's they a got special no place beef in with hell anybody. for you, my right? gosh. That's crazy. So people claim to see at night the three nuns standing on the road watching you drive by with their arms crossed. And they have for more than 100 years. <laughs> how long it's been reported. I don't want to be judged by three nuns. <laughs> That's so scary. Right? Like, well, like okay, right? <laughs> I, you know, I'm like a, a very like, I don't take too many chances. I'm a very like, I don't know, good person. Yeah. I think. I would still be freaked out yeah, by the nuns right? just standing it's, it's there just, staring at that's you. That's pressure. Yeah. So much pressure. Under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes they'll just see bright white faces with glowing blue eyes dressed in nuns' clothing standing Ooh. and holding their hands in prayer. Ooh. They are known, though, as Las Tres Hermanas. <gasps> the three nuns. The three nuns. During the day, people have not typically seen them, but do not claim they, oh, but they do claim, sorry, they feel their emotional imprint. Oh, they feel like they're being judged. Probably. <laughs> Cross themselves. I know. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh that's a Creepy. very crazy energy to yeah. be driving up that road. Yeah. So yeah. we can check that out. That's, okay. That's let's not go. that far, right? I'll go. Santa Barbara, yeah. it's like on the way kind of. Yeah, right? it's not too Most far. Of. Okay. Yeah. Now, I can't discuss haunted roads and bridges without talking about the Golden Gate Bridge. <gasps> Yay! And trigger warning. Uh-oh. Go ahead and talk about suicide, obviously. Oh, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Trigger warning. We did talk about the Golden Gate Bridge briefly. Remember in the Aokigahara Forest? Yes. Remember that? Yes. Because I think I need to correct something. So when I, when we talked about it, I said 
Aoki Gahara has the second most suicides known in the Golden Gate Bridge first because that's where I read it. Yep. However, according to Weird California, the bridge with the most suicides in the world is the Nanjing Yangtze River Bridge in China. Oh. Yeah. It's estimated that over 2,000 people have jumped from it. Oh, my God. Sad, right? Yes. Yeah, and then Golden Gate Bridge is sad. Yeah. Uh, so sad. But for those unfamiliar with this bridge, it is a 1.7 mile structure that was opened May 27th, 1937. Only 10 weeks later, Harold B. Wobbler was very unhappy, left his job at the barge, walked onto the bridge, started talking to tourists, then jumped over. Uh, so he was the first suicide on that bridge. Yeah. Only 10 weeks after Dude, it was opened. Dude, that's not a good way to be remembered. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was supposedly, like I said, the first of over 1,500 to take his life on oh, the bridge. Oh, my gosh. And sadly, it is estimated that every two weeks, one person jumps from the Golden Gate Bridge. Are you kidding me? Nope. Every one every two weeks. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. That's so Ugh. sad. That hurts my heart. Oh, people. Yeah. There are, I, I say this like every, every time, time we talk about suicide, yep. things will change. Seasons change. That's the one constant in life is that it's going to change. Nothing mm -hmm. stays the same. Never. So you can always wait for a different outcome. There's always options. There's always something that will pull you through. So oh, that breaks my heart. I know. Well, due to these very sad facts, there is an impact and one might say an imprint on the bridge. On foggy nights, witnesses report they can hear screams trailing off in the distance. The pedestrian traffic is restricted at night, but bicycles are still allowed on the bridge. <laughs> so they can hear it. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. there's a phantom ship. <gasps> that is seen from the bridge. Phantom ship. Yeah. Phantom ship. I love phantom ships. So in 1853, a two-masted steamship dubbed the SS Tennessee ran into rocks in the fog near the Golden Gate Strait. Thankfully, the 550 passengers and 14 chests of gold <laughs> what? What? <laughs> safely made it to shore. The gold! The gold! <laughs> the, but, it's the prospector trying yeah. to come get it. <laughs> Where's my gold? Where's my gold? <laughs> but the ship, though, everything was safe, but the ship was torn to pieces. It is said credible witnesses started to report seeing the phantom ship from the bridge soon after it was constructed. Ooh. Yeah, some even reported hearing screams in the mist as the ship can only be seen on dark, foggy nights. Once people spot the ship, it quickly disappears. So an example. Yes. In 1942, the USS Kennison was passing under the Golden Gate Bridge when the crew, crew spotted the old ship. <gasps> oh, yeah. so, I love it when like the armed forces. Yeah. We've right? talked some, about this yeah. before. But yeah, when military spots something. Yes. Because, you know, they're not going to let. Yeah. 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 And this was like the whole crew. Too. <gasps> yeah. Cool. Supposedly, they passed by so close that they were able to see the Tennessee's decks were unmanned. Then one crew member was able to spot the steamer's name written on her side. They all saw the ship with their own eyes, but their ship's radar did not register <laughs> anything. <laughs> That's so good. That cool. Yay. I like that story. It's fun. I'm popping all around California. I didn't like, usually I'm very organized, right? Yeah. And I try to, no, I'm just going all over. That's so don't okay. worry about it, guys. But we go from far north California to uh -huh. far south as we travel to Chula Vista, oh, California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there. Yeah, where there are so many of the things that make Proctor Valley Road creepy. Ooh. Okay, first. Yes. There is the typical ghost hitchhiker. Right? Okay, yes. Yep. We got to have a hitchhiker. Got to have one. People say they either 
see a woman in a white or sorry yeah in a white with a horribly mutilated face oh no who are wearing blue lying huddled in the road but will wave her arms to flag down a driver when she sees a car approaching but avoid her at all costs okay do not pick up the mingled woman no okay because psychics who have been on this road claim this is a very malevolent spirit who (gasps) died violently on this road Oh, so she wants to take you down with her. Yes. Some say if you pick her up, she will kill you before you get it to the end of the road. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Definitely don't pick her up. I don't think that's true because like if that happened, then how How do we know? Yeah. Yeah. know? (laughs) But the other version is if you don't pick her up, she will kill you. Oh, no. (laughs) Either way. Either way. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. So she's not a very friendly entity. So hopefully you don't run into her at all. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have the demon car. Ooh. Yeah. When driving late at night on the dirt portion of Proctor Valley Road, you may have headlights come rushing up at you out of nowhere. Oh, no. Yeah. Then they'll tailgate you and stay with you no matter how fast you go. Oh, I hate that. Not cool. Oh, I hate that so much. What's creepy is there is no car behind the headlights. It's just, just headlights. Pitch black darkness. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they figured that one out. This demon oh, car will chase you all the way until the end of the dirt road and if you stop at the edge of the pavement you might possibly see those headlights return to where they came from until they look like specks of light in the horizon what that's so weird that's so crazy i'm gonna come back to that i I hate that one yeah now at the end of the road near the town of jamul there was a place called the haven bakery the story goes that the bakery was run by a father and his young daughter One day, the father came by the bakery after a business trip and found his daughter hanging by her neck from the (gasps) ceiling in the basement. No. The father then snapped and ended up killing all the workers in the restaurant. Oh, my gosh. And stacked each body one by one in the bathroom. (laughs) What? Yeah. Once he was finished. Yeah, he went crazy. Once he was finished, he hanged himself. Oh, Before the restaurant was torn down in 2008, people reported the place was extremely haunted, especially in the bathroom and the basement. Yeah. Manny from San Diego wrote in on Weird California's website in 2020. Oh. For all the old timers saying y'all never had the Haven and Jamul, y'all are the worst liars. (laughs) Because people were claiming that wasn't there. Mm -hmm. The old barn owned by that bakery and the original house, the owner still stands today. Oh, as well as the Haven Bakery and Restaurant sign. I took pictures of the property and the sign as proof. Went there drunk with some friends and I never want, went back after that night. There was growling in a, dar- a dark <gasps> ditch nearby the sign soon Uh-oh. after I took the pictures. Uh-huh. It was definitely not an animal. The base on that growl felt was felt in my chest and I knew I had to go. I wish I could have seen the old bakery and outhouse where the bodies supposedly were before the place was torn down. There is a Reddit post by OP with pictures. Apparently, nothing was cleaned when the massacre happened. <gasps> Bodies were just taken by, but the bakery hadn't been touched since then. Oh my God. It was apparently just untouched aftermath from a story that would only be passed on by humans. Cups with blood broken <gasps> on the floor, dust surrounding the blood splattered utensils. Oh. <laughs> So I was like, I love the what? irony of the name that it's Haven. Haven. Oh my Isn't that god. Creepy? Oh. Another, okay. Okay. Go. Yeah. Just real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, real go, quick go, story. Go. So 
I was watching the Roku channel. Mm-hmm. If you guys have ever watched, if you have a Roku TV, you have the Roku channel for free and it's just Watch kind it. of like dumb. There's a house, I mean a house, there's a show called Murder House Flip. <laughs> yeah, you were <laughs> I was telling you about, about it the other I day. Love it. It's so bizarre. But in one of the houses that they were doing where they were redoing a bathroom and, you know, like before the house was sold, they biohazard obviously came in and cleaned up and they tell you what happened and they'll show some pictures mm-hmm. of the the rooms where it happened in the room where it happened. Sorry. Had to. Hamilton. Okay. And you haven't seen it, so I know <laughs> nope. you don't know that. Don't, don't come with so, that <laughs> I know. <laughs> I try not to, not to okay. do too many Hamiltons for you. But so... Um, they'll show what happened there and they'll show pictures of it and stuff. But this one house, there was a very violent murder that happened in the bathroom and they were redoing the bathroom. So they were ripping out there. They had like new carpet in there, but the tile was still original. So they were ripping out the tile and the baseboards were still original. So they were ripping out the baseboards and stuff. And even though it had been cleaned and it was tens of years later Mm -hmm. that these new people were living in the house, there was still biohazard material they had a forensic scientist come in and he did this test where you could see he's like oh yeah that's blood and or bits of a person that never fully got cleaned up from when the murder happened crazy right not cool murder house flip i'm gonna have to watch that if i can get it so they remodel the house so it doesn't feel like a murder murder house anymore yeah but i know someone died yay (laughs) Oh, that's Isn't so that creepy. Crazy? No, not cool. Oh, so that reminded me of that. I can see that. Okay. Well, another person. Yes. Melinda of La Mesa wrote in in 2018. I took a tour of the bakery with a couple girlfriends right before it was torn down. See? Oh, so what? it was there. Okay. Rumor had it that nobody was able to record any photographs or video inside the place. So I brought my video camera. And although I could see the reel turning and hear it squeaking as it recorded, None of the footage from inside came out on the tape. What? Only the outside footage. What? The basement was so cold and eerie, we were unable to even go down there. Ooh. (laughs) Now you're going to love this part. Okay. And and it is known the road is stocked by a cryptid (gasps) who's on the road who's on the road locals call it the proctor valley monster the proctor valley monster it is described as a half bovine (gasps) half man creature that stands over seven feet tall very hairy and almost bigfoot like like a minotaur yes yes the, the reasoning people think this creature stalks the area is from the 1960s due to an occurrence of livestock mutilation in the valley. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. But the San Diego reader posted this in 2001. A local psychiatrist who once lived in Alpine quite seriously claims to have seen a Bigfoot-like creature in the hills near his house. The doctor has shied from publicity, saying he wants to write his own book on the events. But third-hand accounts say he described a six or seven-foot-tall hairy creature accompanied by two similar critters. He made a plaster cast of a footprint 16 inches long and eight inches wide. Dude. He also related many strange happenings and sounds around his home. Park rangers and other investigators can never confirm the sightings, but plenty of campers, area residents, and even a sheriff's deputy claim to have seen some large hairy thing tromping the hills of Alpine. 
One investigator into Bigfoot phenomena notes that the nearby Viejas Indias, Indians have a legend of a similar creature that guards its burial grounds. <gasps> Until the doctor writes his book, this is about all we'll know. Ooh. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I like it. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. And, yes. and, and the footprint. And, yes. It's sitting in the Bonita Museum in Chula Vista. <gasps> we should go. We should go. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I'm like so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're still on this road because there are also other phenomena that happens like a screaming banshee, the ghost of a homeless man, hearing phantom screams of a woman and a strange flying orb of or ball of fire. So again, on Weird California, Ron Hickman of DeMool wrote in on 2015. Oh, yeah, I have a comment. Okay. I have lived in Proctor Valley since 1970, and I have seen a few strange things here. Just last summer, as I was entering the eucalyptus grove on my mountain bike, just as it got dark, I could barely see when all of a sudden, this non-colored oval-shaped light about 50 yards right in front of me, where the trail goes into the grove was moving slightly from left to right up and down what it was i'd say about (laughs) five to seven feet high two to three feet wide oh my gosh that's massive holy bajoli when i rubbed my eyes to make sure i wasn't seeing things there was a kind of grunt like a ah in a female or child's tone not a man oh what I only oh. got to look at it for no more than four <laughs> seconds. Then swoosh, it flew off to my right into the grove. I took another way home through Echo Valley. <laughs> I've been wanting to go back, but haven't got the time. There have been uh, several other incidents I've encountered in this area and by the Haven. Dude. This road, man. That is, oh, the, it's, it sounds like Gravity Falls to me. It's oh, like our own yeah. like Gravity Falls in yeah, California. Yeah. How crazy, crazy, right? So much crazy paranormal stuff road. happening there. Yeah. Why? What's know. going on? I don't know. It's like a I'm vortex. I'm so fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> Let's it's go. It's a portal. Area of a portal. It right? is, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I saved the best for last. Oh, okay. California, though. Yes. Ortega Highway. Have you been here? Ortega Highway. No, where is that? Highway 74. No, it's a 44 mile two lane stretch of road that connects Riverside and Orange counties that winds through the Santa Ana mountains. Okay. I don't really pretty. Oh, so pretty. I don't know if I've taken it. Okay. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I have, maybe I have a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah. It's really pretty. And you can see that's Lake Elsinore. Yeah. I should talk to my sister because she's definitely been okay been over there because this road she used to live in san diego ish area so this road has bad juju and she went skydiving oh fun lake elsinore yeah. oh okay lake elsinore is super haunted apparently too Ooh. yeah but this freeway like i'm saying yeah it's got really bad juju you don't <gasps> want to know why why what happened we're gonna get into a okay. lot of this okay 1989 okay serial killer oh randy craft oh no <laughs> was convicted of torturing and murdering 16 young men oh. his first victim was wayne joseph duquette 30 year old bartender from long beach his body was found at the bottom of a ravine off ortega highway in 1971 apparently the highway was one of his favorite dumping grounds oh then uh-uh. we have patrick kearney also known as the trash bag killer oh my gosh who stuffed one of his earlier victims in an industrial-sized plastic bag then dropped him off along the ortega highway in 1977 what 
Next. Oh, no. William Bonin, also known as the Freeway Killer. Oh, my gosh. I know. Left 14-year-old Norman Baker's body at milepost 16.5 after molesting and strangling him in 1980. Oh, 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 my heart. He also discarded at least four other victims along the Ortega Highway between 1979 and 1980. Oh, my gosh, my heart. Then. Oh, I know. I told you. This is the craziest. 1999, where there is supposedly what's called unlucky call box 74-88 on the highway. Kenneth Stahl and Carolyn Oppie Stahl were found shot to death in their car. Oh, my gosh. Only two years later, a CHP officer was beaten by a pair of motorcyclists oh here as well. Oh, my gosh. In 2002. Oh, Five-year-old <gasps> Samantha Runyon's lifeless body was found off the highway oh. near Riverside County after factory worker Alejandro Avila molested and suffocated oh her. Oh my gosh, she was five. Five years old. Oh. In 2003, uh-huh. at milepost 14, two men disposed their headless and handless mother. Oh my gosh. In 2006. <laughs> oh my an unidentified woman was found off the highway. I couldn't find anything else on who she was and how she died, but the assumption she was, was unidentified. homicide. Yeah. Uh, April 27th, 2015. Holy crap, Holy Nicole. Missing woman Erica Alonzo's body was found one mile east of the U.S. Forest Service fire station on the Ortega Highway near San Juan Capistrano. Her autopsy showed a lethal combination of GHB and alcohol, and GHB is that common date rate. Yeah, yeah. Her car was found one mile from her home, so obviously someone dumped her body, but no one knows who or what exactly happened. She went missing less than two months prior to her body being found. Oh, oh my gosh. So those are all you guys, you guys, I'm like exhausted. (laughs) No, right? You guys need to take a stitch every time I say, oh my gosh. And just that five minute span. Right. Another crazy fact besides the highway being a dumping ground. Mm -hmm. It's a dangerous road. In the last 12 years, a total of 214 people have died along the entire Highway 74. Oh my gosh. Most of these deaths are from motorcyclists. And most recently, a motorcyclist did lose his life on February 6, 2022. Oh, that was just like a little over a year ago. Oh. Yeah. Now, (laughs) let's move on to the spooky stories. Okay. As if serial killers weren't spooky enough. Oh, no. That's. So much. I like paranormal, like I serial know. killers when it's like real. I mean, ghosts were real people. They are real spirits, but that's it's a supernatural versus a real like life killer. Yeah. Somebody yeah. that's like tangible. Yes. That's purposefully doing this to people. It's, Evil. Uh, I know. I hate it so much. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I totally understand why the movie choice today because there you go yeah okay gotcha always with your themes i try yep okay in the 1970s the la times reported a group of psychic researchers recording evps in the old mission cemetery on the ortega highway where it intersects with rancho viejo road they have a clear recording of a young boy who says i'm scared (gasps) (laughs) poor buddy poor little boy oh no 
When searching for other haunted roads and highways in California, someone wrote into weirdcalifornia.com. I was trying to do some research and I was like, oh, there's another one. Dana Wilson of Homeland, California in 2017 reported that in the winter of 1995 at Highway 74 and Briggs Road, about 9 p.m., they saw a black stagecoach <gasps> with six black ho- black horses, Ooh. mane and tails, flying in the wind they made as they ran past. They barely could make out the driver as he was dressed in black, and they were moving really fast. Dude. They were about eight feet up off the ground <gasps> and made no sound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's creepy. That's creepy. Then yes. there is a business called Quest Diagnostics. I'm sure some of yeah, you heard yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, it's off of the Ortega Highway in San Juan Capistrano. I put a little picture. That's where it is. Okay. Yep, San Juan Capistrano is a cute little beach town. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here you can't see my. Okay, t- notes. I'm not. I'm not. I want I'm you not, to see it. I'm not. It's reported that far. strange lights will sometimes glow behind trees and in sagebrush. The street lights will flicker on and off in the dead of night. And here is where many report seeing a clown on the side of the road. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this one got me. No, I don't like clowns. Folks no. will report him disappearing as you get closer to him as if he was a mirage. But it's like common. <laughs> no. This clown, dude. I don't like it. Now, let's no. talk about that a little I'm bit. like having <laughs> such a reaction. I'm crying and laughing at the same time. This is, I don't like it. Clowns are the worst, right? <laughs> my hands are up around my face. <laughs> okay. Oh. This, is, this is crazy, okay? A psychic medium was interviewed about Highway 74. Uh-huh. And she definitely feels many spirits along this road, and not, some are not so nice. She said, you think that clown on the side of the road is bad (laughs) and you're right. He's evil and would kill you if he could. Oh, no. (laughs) Right? Pennywise, no. No. Oh, my God. But the thing. I'm sorry. You ready? No. No, we're going to wait. I'm going to wait for her. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's just keep going. (laughs) This is why I do what I do. Oh, I can't do it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm seriously like crying and laughing. At least I don't have makeup on today. That's good. Oh, okay. Okay. Keep going. But the thing that climbs up the pole every night and looks down at the people who drive by. <laughs> what? It's like a skeleton, only it's not. <laughs> what is it? It's more like a moving carcass. No. But made up of some things that just don't exist in this world. Her glasses are steaming. (laughs) Oh my god! What is it? (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, (laughs) That one. I do believe that thing would do a great deal more than just kill you. I think it would take your soul. What the hell? I love how she said that. She's like, oh, the clown's bad. Yes, you're right. It is bad. It will kill you. But the thing up on the pole that's looking down at you right now that's not of this world and is definitely a carcass, but it's not made of things on this earth. It's going to eat your soul. No, you're doing it now, too. (laughs) You guys should see. Oh, my gosh. I wish we were filming us today. This is ridiculous. We are both like oh. crying and can't handle this. This We're is clown, crazy. Though, dude. Oh. It would kill you if you could. Like, Why are clowns so bad? <laughs> so evil. 
Okay, well, we're going to recoup a little here. Oh, jeez. We got to tell good stories later. Oh, I can't. Man. You ready? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, lastly, I'm okay, going we'll to <laughs> we'll finish off this road. Oh, jeez. Paranormal California posted on Facebook their haunted Ortega Highway article. In the comments, Ronnie Drake wrote, almost ran off the road by lookout when a flash almost hit me head on turned out. I don't know how that phrased. I'm just reading what he wrote. Sorry, okay. Guys. Okay. So I would read it. Almost ran off the road by lookout when a flash almost hit me head on. I turned out. Okay. There you go. Angela got it. The flash. Keep the, going. The flash of colors look like a weird clown figure. No. I almost <laughs> hit. Happened twice in one night in 1984. Twice in one night, you almost got hit. Now by the I am clown. petrified to ever drive that road at nighttime. Oh. Ever again, again, I get chills even in the daytime. Now Elsinore also highly paranormal. He wrote, so uh, he saw the clown. Oh my gosh, we are never going on that road. <laughs> but it's so pretty. No, it's, it's so evil. Pretty. Look at that. I know it's pretty, but evil. There's a clown and a soul-eating <laughs> carcass carcass that's not of this world. We got to avoid that Oh, one. Nicole, if you had glasses on, they'd be fogging up too. <laughs> they would be. Oh, I'm my sorry. gosh. So I, I left that one for last of California. Oh. So if you've ever been on that road, let us know because I want to I want to know if anybody else has had any I'm freaking exhausted. It. I'm going to ask my sister. Or take a highway. Yeah, or take a highway. Yeah, get oh it. Oh, my gosh. All right, but I can't forget oh. the last two states. Alaska and Hawaii. Yeah. Woo -woo. So we're going to Alaska real quick here. Okay. That's really pretty, obviously. So Alaska pretty. is gorgeous. Okay, uh, we go to China Hot Springs Road, where it is reported as notoriously haunted. Whoa. After 7 p.m. during the winter months, drivers report seeing glowing orbs in the sky that cast streaks of light out in every direction. Ooh. And this is more at Birch Hill in Fairbanks. Okay. Then when you get to mile 8 through 12, there are reports of two bright lights that resemble headlights that follow behind passing cars. Ah. Again, some say the colors are different, like blue, bright orange, or blinding white. And most of the time, these lights will merge into one glowing ball. What? What is going on with that? That's crazy. Yeah. On the Haunted Places website, Gretchen wrote in on t July 25th, 2017. So my daughter came home completely terrified last night as she and her two friends witnessed a ghost car coming at them on China Hot Springs Road. Ooh. They saw oncoming lights and it disappeared in their rearview mirror as if they had never passed any car. The car had vanished right in front of their eyes. It was 1.30 a.m. on July 25th, 2017. Oh my gosh. So it does happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the website liminal earth someone wrote on on may 1st 2021 on my way up to china hot springs near fairbanks alaska i saw several strangely shaped creatures in the dense woods next to the Ooh. road the road itself is very spooky because it is so isolated there are rarely other cars on the road and no homes or signs of civilization for miles and miles what I saw looked like a giraffe in <gasps> leg shape and length, but the head was more of a buffalo or bison shape. That is like the 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 creature that we, in the movie. You the know movie. what I'm talking about with the weird people hands. 
That I don't like the ritual. The ritual. Yes. That. Does oh. it sound like that? Yes. It's creepy. Oh. Like a hornless buffalo with really long spindly legs. Oh. Dark brown fur or hair was very short, like a horse. Very strange, unlike anything I have ever seen in real life or books. My fiance was with me and did not see it at any of the times I did, and we did not want to stop and explore on this desolate mountain road. Yeah, good call. I Smart ass- people. Yeah, exactly. I assume it's a spiritual entity like a land spirit or residual energy of an extinct animal rather than a flesh and bone creature. But who knows? Weirder things have existed. <laughs> Tina Hot Springs Road, everybody. Yeah. I want to go see what that creature is. Right? Yeah. That's cool. Last but not least. Okay. Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay, after researching these last 49 states, I'll put this in my notes, I can honestly say that Hawaii probably takes their hauntings way more seriously. Oh. When I just Google searched haunted roads in Hawaii, I've never come across an entire search page with haunted roads. <gasps> Most are haunted cities, places, spots, houses, etc. But actually haunted roads. There's way more in this search than any other state. Dude, go Hawaii. Hawaii. Now, since I had so many to choose from, I have a runner up. Okay, 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 okay. Runner up. And I talked to my coworker about this. It's cool. Oahu's Poly Highway Lookout. Okay, it is said that Pele and the demigod Kamapua'a, hopefully I said that right, half man, half pig, had a bad breakup and agreed to never see each other again. Now you cannot take pork over the Poly Highway because symbolically you are taking Kamapua'as from one side of the island to another. Oh, I've heard. I heard that. Okay, so we were on Oahu. Did they tell you about that? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. heard about that. Yeah. If you try, your car will stop at some point along the journey and an <gasps> old woman with a dog may appear. Oh! If you wish to continue, you must feed the pork to the dog. Oh! <laughs> I bet the dog loves that dog. He's like, give me food, <laughs> give me food. Bacon. But at the lookout, hundreds of warriors were pushed over the lookout when there was a major battle during King Kamehameha's oh Kamehameha's sorry campaign to unify the Hawaiian Islands, and there have been several reports of their lost souls seen in the dark. Ooh! Now there's this crazy story I have to tell you okay. by an anonymous police officer. She was closing the park area one night. She saw an old lady in white walking on the side of the road. <gasps> And when she pulled over and started rolling her window down to offer assistance, she was gone. Ooh. But then she looked in her rearview mirror and she was in the back seat. <laughs> in a police car. Growing up with a superstitious grandmother, she learned to stay calm around spirits. Yes. So she said in an even tone, she would take her to the tunnel, but that was as far as she would go. Once she reached the tunnel, the lady disappeared. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that creepy? <laughs> All right. Like that wasn't creepy enough. The okay. road I want to end with has some really spooky. Oh, that's right. That was the runner up. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, personal stories. Okay. They were written about by Allison Jornlin on the American Ghost Walks website. Okay. Saddle Road. Okay. Also known as the Daniel K. Inui. I cannot say the Inuye. I'm going to say Inuye Highway. I'm sorry. Don't kill me. Route 200. It's a pretty isolated road that goes between Mauna Loa and Mauna Kea for over 50 miles. It provides access to the volcano observatories that branch off the road and reaches a maximum elevation of 6,600 feet. What's crazy is due to the road, rough roads, vision obscuring fog, narrow lanes, and several one-lane bridges, 
some car companies, rental car companies, yeah. will forbid their customers to drive on the road since it's so dangerous. Oh. So like, nope. You can't drive you on take that, road. that road. Wow. So here's kind of a view of that. It's very the pretty. Fog. Yeah. yeah. The highway was taken a, taken a long time to build, starting in 1849 by prison labor, then later picked up by the U.S. Army for access roads to help defend the island after Pearl Harbor. Then after the war, the Army let the territory of Hawaii take it, and it became State Route 20. It was in disrepair for a while until the 1990s when it was finally cared for. However, it still has no gas stations, stores, anything along this road. Like, oh, that's creepy. It's isolated. Yeah, isolated. I don't like that. That's always a fear of mine is that I'll run out of gas. Right. And there's yeah. nothing around you. Yeah. Yeah. American Ghost Walks discusses the really spooky things, though, that have happened on this road, including as early as 1955. Ooh. The McComber family of Waikiki were traveling back from visiting relatives around 2 a.m. They were driving an old pickup truck and there were four in the truck. Mr. and Mrs. McComber, Norman, age 12, and Daisy, age 10. Their passenger side door window had a tarp stretched across it as it needed to be replaced. As they were driving, suddenly the tarp was pushed in violently with a f and with force on Mrs. McComber in the passenger seat. Her and Mr. McComber tried feverishly to push it back out, but they were unsuccessful as they said they felt like they were fighting something that felt solid and strong. What? Then from out of nowhere, this knocking began to start on the roof of their cab and proceeded down the hood. <gasps> That's so creepy because they're driving. They're so driving. Like, what is pushing in on their thing and then like it's knocking not wind. on their... Wind's like kind of just flaps. Flappy. This is yeah, like you'd be able to push pushing. against the wind. This is like yeah. <laughs> yes. strong arm and, yeah. <gasps> and then knocking. knocking. <gasps> Don't. Okay. I'm shaking my hands. I'm shaking my hands. <laughs> Mr. McComber turned around to head back to Hilo where their relatives were, but a mysterious force nearly tipped the truck on its side. <gasps> Something is on the car. Yes. Then the entire family saw two strange lights that were approaching their truck roughly 500 feet away. As soon as they saw the lights, they disappeared. They trekked all the way back to their relatives home without any problems. But as soon as they parked, Norman and his father jumped out of the truck but an invisible force would not let Mrs. McComber and Daisy out of the truck. What? Do you remember this other in the Hawaii? I, yeah, the, the cat. The, 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 yeah, the, car. the, the spirit they of would the cat. Not, they wouldn't let the girl out of the car. It was like the, things don't let people out for some reason. In here. Hawaii. In Hawaii. Yeah, don't mess oh. with Hawaii. So Mr. McComber tried with all his strength to free them, but they couldn't move. Then Mr. McComber grabbed Hawaiian salt from his relatives, rushed back out, and threw handfuls of the salt into the cabin of the truck. Thankfully, this actually helped, and they were able to free them. Salt. Yeah, salt is like that. Helps yeah. to evil entities. Huh. And wow. Good thinking, Mr. McComber. Right. Now. That's crazy. Their theory uh -huh. at first was because of angering the goddess Pele. Remember what yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about? But Mr. McComber soon had a new speculation when they returned home to Waikiki. Him and other residents in the area had been deforesting the trees in their neighborhood. Oh. And everyone responsible, including himself, reported some sort of unusual and unwelcomed visitation that night. Oh. So they were not alone when they experienced the supernatural phenomenon. Oh, how I love it. I Isn't love it. Isn't that creepy? It. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's 
So the forces of nature, that's like being in tune with the spiritual forces of, of nature. Yep. Just telling you, hey, hey, don't do it. Not cool. Yeah. They were very upset. Oh. Then on February 9th. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm still so exhausted, but like we're still on the ride. So this is. We're almost done. Oh. Okay, February 9th, 1955. So we're still in 1955. Okay. Two carloads of school and county officials were returning to Hilo on Saddle Street, and they all spotted two yellowish-red ghost lights. They were hovering amongst the bush brush in the desolate scrubland. They were just hovering, glowing dully, and then in succession, they went out. And these were, <laughs> they were listing the, the officials. So these were yeah. like prominent people who saw this, and yeah. they reported all of them. Oh, crazy. There were other strange occurrences on the road in February 1955. And then at the end of the month, hundreds of earthquakes shook Hawaii. What? Most think the ghostly activity foreshadowed the huge event. <gasps> so they're all so they're to... like warning you like, hey. Oh, wow. Isn't that creepy? Hawaii is Hawaii. such an awesome spiritual place, man. It's so cool. So cool. Now, today, people warn others to stay away from Saddle Road after dark still because of those strange experiences with mysterious fireballs. Yay. Still happen constantly. In 2000. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Okay. I'm just, they, they still, they They're still, still happening. That was yeah. just a big gasp. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <It> was nothing. <laughs> so in 2000, a woman with her two sons and nephew were driving late at night when a fireball flew by them. Ooh. Only 15 to 20 feet in front of their truck. Right before they saw it, their engine suddenly shut down and the lights went out. Oh. As soon as the fireball flew away from them, the truck's engine came back to life and the headlights came back on. So the fireball was like, dude, stay put. I'm going to go past you. Then you can go. Yeah. <gasps> but it's like, I think it's it was also like taking its energy. energy. Exactly. Yeah. Natives believe that the fireballs are really akualele or flying gods and they contain the spirits of deities. Oh. And that's Saddle Road. I love it. Oh my gosh, Nicole. <laughs> we did it. We, we finished did it. Our road we trip. finished our road trip. We went to all 50 states in Holy the U.S. Holy cow. I am exhausted. <laughs> I think California gotcha. Oh, huh? California killed me. <laughs> <laughs> we were just home and we're just driving around. Oh, I want, I, we got to get out of here now. now. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the right state for oh, what we talk about. Man. So. Oh, man. Oh, this Crazy, was so yeah. much fun. If you guys had as much fun on this road trip as we did, let us know. Tell us what your favorite road was. If we missed a road that you wanted to hear about, let us know. Maybe we'll go back and revisit it. You can go to our uh, Podbean, podbean.com and check us out, the Ominous Stitch podcast. It is our webpage as well. So you don't have to go there to become a patron. You can just go there to see all the cool notes and things that we post. So you can go there and become a patron like our wonderful patron, Miss Brittany. Hi, yeah, yeah. Or you can just shoot us an email at theominousstitch at gmail.com. You can go to any of our social medias. You can go find us on YouTube. Let us know what you guys are doing. We want to hear from you. We love hearing from you guys. Yay. So keep talking to us because we have so much fun writing you back. And we, yes, we do. We write you back. We yes. talk back. We don't just go, oh, what a sweet comment. Like <laughs> we talk back to you guys. We, wanna, we want our community. Yeah. We're building our community. Yeah. We love you guys. Oh, <laughs> is it movie time? It is movie time. <laughs> I need another cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
This week's movie is Identity. Identity. Released in 2003. Uh, 7.3 stars IMDb rating. The synopsis. Stranded at a desolate Nevada motel during a nasty rainstorm, 10 strangers become acquainted with each other when they realize that they're being killed off one by one. <laughs> I told Angela, we had to rent this, by the way. We did. And I, I got it on Prime for like $1.74. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, you got it for cheaper. I don't know how that happened. You probably had a credit. Oh, maybe because that's usually how that oh, works. Okay, because I got it for like three ninety nine for yeah. For I HD. thought it was going to be three ninety nine. You probably had credit. A dollar seventy four. That's I'm like, good. Score. But I really, really like this movie, and that's why it's I really wanted movie. to revisit it. Yeah, thank you because we've been picking some not some so terrible ones. ones. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. No. This is not. This is not a horror. Well, per se, it is kind of spooky. If it's you don't know thriller. what's going to happen, yeah. it does feel pretty supernatural because yeah. you don't know what's going on at first. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I love about it. I kind of relate it to Signs because <laughs> it, Signs is a really good movie. But once you know what happens at the end, you're like, oh, it's not as exciting, but it's still really good. It's yeah, still it's still good. A fun movie. And and there is a surprise at the end if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, we're going to do spoiler yeah. alerts. So watch this movie if you really want to before we talk and dive into it. Yes. So it, it starts out with a serial killer being like he's going to be executed the next day. Yes. But they want to reopen his case because this diary that was like shoved aside was not entered into evidence. Yes. And the diary. The diary shows that he has multiple personality yes. disorder. And that he doesn't understand that he's killing when he's the other identities right right there is one identity that is the killer yes and the other identities there's 10 10 and identities mm -hmm. and so the other nine are safe supposedly because yeah. that's confusing with the when they're all at the hotel there's two convicts there's two convicts so obviously there's three out of ten there's three out of ten <laughs> or two out of ten that, i don't well there's say, there's one that's a murderer yeah i don't know what the other, the, the other they said multiple the homicide for one of them oh so, so one of for, them is another murderer okay and i think i know which character that one was yeah i think it's the one that wound up doing yeah. the one murder that we did see. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got cool casting from 2000s. I, John Cusack. And I love John Cusack is so good. I love him. In this. I, I love every movie that he does. Yeah, I really do. Me I too. just I love him. He's fun. Yeah. yeah. He's fun. I love all the Cusacks. <laughs> yeah. Joan, Joan yeah. is awesome. Yeah. They're oh, is so there good. No, Joan and Just John. <laughs> I love okay. them both. Love them both. <laughs> Ray Liotta, Amanda Peet. Let's see if there's anybody else we know. Alfred Molina. Oh, I love Alfred He's Molina. He's so good. Jane, oh, John, John McKinley. Yes. Jake Busey. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca De Mornay. Like, yes, I barely recognized her. She's in this. Well, she's not in it too much. No, but yeah. no. But she's in it. Clea Duvall. She's. Oh, yes. You know, like I love a her. A bunch she's of the 2000 nine, movies. Yes. 90s, 2000s. Yeah. 90s, 2000s. Yeah. yeah. She's in a lot of yeah. those. Yeah. But yeah, what a fun cast. And they played their parts really well. And it was funny when Angela texted me, she's like, Oh my God, the, the, the hotel attendants being so shitty to the Amanda <laughs> Pete's to character. Amanda Pete, yeah. And it's because that's his, uh, spoiler alert, that's one of the identities that thinks that prostitutes are, are quote unquote whores. Yeah, he has an issue with yes. them. He loves them, but hates them at the same time. Yes. One of those issues. Because when they're in his room, he's got oh, all the, the magazines, magazines yeah. and everything. Yeah. And he's like obsessed over it. But then he, right. yeah. So that's 
his stereotype that's that personality yeah. coming through there. yeah so yeah spoiler alert these are all this one serial killers <laughs> yeah so you don't know it's all these people that get trapped in this hotel, hotel they yeah. can't leave and they're they're in, all like, trapped by flood it's like rainstorm flooding one one of them got ran over john cusack claims that he was an old cop so he's trying to help and then People start getting killed one by one, and it's so creepy how they're all getting killed, and you don't know what's happening. And yeah, that's what and I loved about all it. these keys are being left behind. Yes, like ten, nine, eight, counting down, counting down. Yeah, and so it's good. And then towards the end, you find out that these are all the personalities because John Cusack actually comes to, and you see him sitting in yes, on the hearing. That is so cool. So then you figure out like that's why all these people are dying and disappearing it's right. not really all his identities are coming together that's but what you're trying to figure out then then you you're always trying to figure out who is the one that's doing all the murder yes so it's like a mystery and then a mystery then you're like oh okay, okay yeah this is fun and then when when you realize that it's all this one person's identity and he's trying to kill off the killer the personality yeah john cusack's job is then to go back and try to kill off the killer personality so that only a yes. safe personality remains yes. and that way he won't be killed and killed executed and executed the next morning right and so it's exhausting but it's so think, good yeah so you know he goes back and he believes that he has killed the killer personality yeah and then there's more movie after that and so. don't, i don't want to spoil it though <laughs> i feel like i mean it's no we'll movie. just leave it there's more movie okay. after that one of my favorite things that happens in this movie is Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> right at the beginning. Right at the beginning, there's a Wheel of Fortune scene. Anytime there's Wheel of Fortune, I get really happy because here's a little personal story. Hey, Nicole, why does Wheel of Fortune make me happy? Uh, maybe because I was on it. You were on it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't I don't talk about it much unless Wheel of Fortune does come up. Yeah. But so it's yeah. coming up. Ha ha ha. Ah. So Miss Nicole was on Wheel of Fortune. 2021. 2021. October. Yeah. Check it out if you can. Dude, she was a master. Dude, it was I insane. Like, I, I, I claim it's like baby a iguana. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Baby iguana. evil. She um, <laughs> do you, if you ever watch old school, do you watch old school? Uh-huh. You know Will Ferrell's character when they're doing the at the end they have to go through all those trials to like keep their house. Yes. And they're doing the debate and Will uh -huh. Ferrell comes up and starts talking about it and he uh -huh. just like rambles on and he has this best explanation and the debate guy can't like can't argue yeah. it. Yeah. That's how I felt on the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. You were <laughs> you were like divinely inspired. Yes. You could not be stopped. I like blacked it out. It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. Nicole was just like this. Da, 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 da. I was solving so all of the nervous. puzzles. It was so good. Dude, like you think at home, I'm serious. When you're at home and you're solving things and you're like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. And you feel so good. It's nothing compared to being on TV <laughs> in front of Pat Sajak. Holy shit. And Vanna White <laughs> and on TV and there's cameras all up on you and lights. And yeah, you freeze. You freeze. Yeah. So. But it was so no, much but fun. you did. She was so good. You guys, it was insane. She was so good. She didn't let any of the other players have a chance. <laughs> one guy did. She was one guy did. <laughs> so, so sweet. Solving puzzles left and right, kicking butt. I was texting her the whole time it was going on. I was like, Nicole, 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 you're doing so good. Oh my gosh. So anyway, yeah. It so was fun. Wheel of Fortune makes me happy because it yeah, makes me, think it makes of me happy. I want to <laughs> go again because it's so much fun. But yeah, check it out if you're a Wheel of Fortune fan. But yeah, at the beginning, he's watching it. And it's so old, though. 
it's been around so long. I love it. Yeah. Bye, Val. Yeah, bye, Val. Val. Yes. It takes a shot. Bye, and I said, Matt, we got to do that. <laughs> Take a shot every time somebody every time buys a Val. <laughs> I love it. That's so much fun. Oh. But yeah, it's such a good movie, though. I, and 2003, it doesn't feel like that at almost. Like, it feels like it, it can be timeless, uh, the story. They should redo it. That's yeah, cool they movie. could redo it. Yeah. yeah. So, so how many how many stitches do you good. get? It's good. I've seen it before, and I it still got me because it had been long enough that I forgot. Like I knew about the identities. I knew they were all the person, but I forgot the ending. Yeah. And so when the ending so happened, I was like, Oh yeah. That's what I love about this movie. <laughs> so, and I love Ray Liotta. Rest yeah. in peace. Like yeah. he's always so freaking scary. His he eyes is. are just so, he's so intense. Convincing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So intense. And, but I used to have the biggest crush on him from Field of Dreams. Oh, <laughs> he was so good in that he movie. Was. Oh, uh, that's a good one. And then he's just like evil characters every time since yep. then. And I'm just like, oh. Because <laughs> he just plays a really good evil character. He's so just intense. Yeah. He's really good. And Busey, man. Oh, man. Okay. All the Busey. His dad. I have a story about his dad, Gary. Ooh, yeah. Met him when I used to. I was used he to creepy? Work at a pet store in Malibu, okay. and he came in and was like hitting on me, and it was weird. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. I'm like, flattered, but nope. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. And my brain was like, run away, run away. <laughs> You're creepy, man. Oh. Oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I, this is a great movie. It was so nice to come back to like a, a good, good movie. movie. Yep. So it's a seven. Yeah, we'll go seven and a half. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with that too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay there with you. Yay. And I, it's hard though. The only thing I, I'd say is it's a little tougher to stitch to because you want to pay attention. Yeah, to you kind of, the there's a lot of visual stuff. So yeah. if it's, if it's a lot of talking, a lot of audio then yeah. you then know you can look down you can and look stitch down and it. stitch but you have there's a lot of visual stuff going on yes. that you have to pay attention to yeah and the story is kind of tricky to follow on purpose right because you have to solve what's happening yes i like so that. yeah it's hard to stitch too but it's a good movie to pay Still attention go watch. to yeah, yeah go watch if you like horror like thriller movies sorry yeah so. thriller okay. thriller night <laughs> i haven't sung that much this episode i was mostly just cry laughing <laughs> The tears of a clown. <laughs> Not an <laughs> evil clown. Thanks for sticking through, guys. Yes. That was a long road trip. That was a long road trip. We are done. We're going to go on to some other fun topics. Oh, so. I can't wait. So stay tuned to the next episode. Yeah. So until next time, we'll see you, Stitchers. See you, Stitchers. Stitchers.